When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. This is the Black and Gold Rewind, an in-depth look back at the Mountaineers' most recent performance on the hardwood, featuring interviews, highlights, and analysis. Now to get things started, here's Matt Present. App State moves back to 500 on the season at 8-8 eight and eight following a 74-63 loss to Old Dominion on Saturday in their home finale. This was a really fantastic ball game for the first 34 minutes or so. Five ties, 16 lead changes, with neither team going up by more than six points over that stretch. Unfortunately, after the Mountaineers tied the score at 55 with 6.18 to play in regulation, they were unable to get over the hump down the stretch, and Old Dominion was able to pull away late, finishing on a 19-8 run, and outscoring the Mountaineers 42-28 in the second half. This was one of those games where it was pretty easy to pinpoint what went wrong. Simply too many missed shots. App State finished the night 5-for-27 from three-point range and went 0-of-10 from outside the arc in the second half. Not only did the Mountaineers struggle outside the arc, they also struggled to knock down shots at the free-throw line. The Mountaineers went just 10-for-20 at the stripe, while Old Dominion was able to pull away late in that exact fashion, finishing the game 18 of 23 and 15 for 18 at the free throw line in the second half. 
One other area that hurt the Mountaineers was rebounding. When these two teams met up in Norfolk a month ago, App State held a plus-10 advantage on the glass. Saturday afternoon in Boone, they were out-rebounded by 11, giving up 16 of the 46 rebounds on the offensive end, which seemed to really wear them down, down the stretch. Let's get to the highlights. App State got down by six points early, but then came charging back with Terrence Harkham giving the Mountaineers their first lead of the night. Mountaineers down by two, a chance for the tie or the lead here, 15.08 to play in the half. Boykin up top, head fake, he'll drive, pivot in the lane, off to Gregory, he'll get up in the air, distribute right wing for Harkham who knocks down a right wing three. App State the lead, 9-8 to eight on the triple from T. Harkham hit a second three moments later to break an 11-all deadlock, and then C.J. Huntley got in on the three-point act. Gregory surveys up top to absent slot left, hand it right back to Gregory. He'll put on the brakes over to Huntley, right wing three, got it! C.J. Huntley buries the three, App State back in front, 17-15 in what's turned into a seesaw battle early. The back and forth ball game ensued from there with the Mountaineers giving their crowd a jolt with a two-on-one fast break bucket. Gregory pokes it free from Scott Grayson, two-on-one in transition, lob it up, Huntley comes flying in with two hands! Oh my, on a lob that time from Donovan Gregory. It looked like a hook shot, and Huntley came in from above the square to jam it through. App State used that to spark them offensively as they followed up the Huntley slam with a pair of three-pointers and started to find their rhythm on the offensive end. Four and a half to play before intermission. Harkham, the rebuttal three, bullseye! From high on the left, Harkham knocks it down. His third first half three, App State back in front, 27 to 26. Scraggery inside the arc, push feed baseline for Absent, kick it out for Boykin, dials up a three, he got it! Tyree Boykin knocks it down, fifth made Mountaineer three, 30 to 28 App State. Donovan Gregory also had a really strong opening half. In fact, he was on pace for a triple-double at halftime, finishing with some heroics to send his team to intermission. And it's no good. Pearson the rebound. Six seconds. Five. Gregory will race across midcourt. Three seconds. Now two. Gregory pulls up. Got it off in time. And he knocks it down from the left elbow. Gregory sweet spot on senior day to send the Mountaineers into halftime, leading 35-32. to 32. Abstate led by three at the break, and Gregory began the second half in a very similar fashion that he ended the opening 20 minutes, getting to the bucket and pulling up from the mid-range. Swing it right wing for Brown. Shot clock at five. Brown will drive and kick. Gregory at the free throw line. Spinning. Fades away with two and knocks it down at one. Donovan Gregory, just the way he finished the opening half, connects on that free throw line jumper. He's got nine. And again, Gregory, an outside shot today at a triple-double. Out up top, directing traffic. Skips on a handoff for Harkham. He's being face-guarded out on the perimeter. Gregory with it now. He'll work his way in along the baseline. Step back and fire. 15-footer. Got it. Timeout. Dustin Kearns. Gregory gives the Mountaineers the lead back. 41-40. And will take time with them. But that would be the Mountaineers' final lead of the ball game. ODU would answer with a 7-0 run to get out to their largest lead since the opening minutes. App State would battle back, though, helped by their efforts on the interior, ultimately drawing even with just over six minutes to play. Brown gets it to Harkham, right corner three, it's up, it's strong, absent the offensive rebound, and the stick back with two hands. 
Absin, the weak side board, and the putback flush. It's a one-point game again, 44-43 ODU. Looking to feed the post, Brown not available. Outside Gregory, six to shoot, long J. That's off the heel, no good. Tipped on the rebound, Huntley able to pull it in. One dribble, stuck underneath, off to Pearson, ducks beneath the defense, and lays it in. Nice patience there by the Mountaineers. Did not panic amongst the trees. And a good job by C.J. Huntley, post to post to Pearson for the finish. Big night for him from the field as Brown misses the second free throw. Absent the offensive rebound, and the putback's off. On Thursday, it was Gregory cleaning up a missed free throw. This time, it's absent on the offensive glass. Back to a four-point ball game, 54-50. Absent lost out on the rebound, but Brown able to pull it in for Abstain. Behind his back with the dribble at midcourt, splits two, down the lane, off to Gregory, lay it up and in. Two-point ball game, timeout Old Dominion. Xavion Brown showing off the handles in transition and leaves it for Gregory. Absent and Huntley in the front court, back court of Brown, Gregory, and Harkham. Absent, spinning middle, twisting, right side of the lane, hook shot, tipped in by Xavion Brown. He dunks it home low on the left, put back stuff X, and we're tied at 55. But the Mountaineers struggled to muster a whole lot of offense after that bucket. In fact, they missed nine of their final 11 shots from the floor, and the Monarchs were able to pull away to win it by 11. Here is Dustin Kearns after the game talking about how it's just simply tough to win when the shots don't fall. Coach, for the first 34 minutes or so, this was an excellent basketball game. Back and forth, 16 lead changes, five ties. What was Old Dominion able to do there in the last six minutes or so to pull away? Yeah, I mean, 16 offensive rebounds. Um, we shot 50% from the free throw line. That's just hard to win. It's hard to win. And, um, you know, they uh, made it difficult on us. We had some, you know, crucial turnovers. At the end of the day, I just thought, you know, they were really tough. And, um, you know, we didn't get it done. You mentioned free throw shooting. Three-point shooting also made it difficult today, and obviously there are just nights where shots don't fall, but 0 of 10 for your squad in the second half. What did you make of the attempts today in terms of quality of looks? Yeah, I thought we were pretty good from two, but 5 for 27 from three is, you know, not going to get it done. And, uh, you know, I thought we had some decent looks there, but, you know, um, you know, once again, I think 16 offensive rebounds, um, which led to a lot of fouls for us. And, um, you know, we just we, we, we had a bad stretch there and just took hard to recover. But, you know, hats off to Old Dominion. You guys were pretty good on the offensive glass, too, though. And what's interesting is you mentioned the fouls, but they had 16 offensive rebounds, were limited to six points. You guys have 13 offensive rebounds and were able to turn that into 15 second chance points. What did you like from your guys on the offensive glass? Yeah, that was a focus of ours. We, you know, we got, we were able to get, uh, you know, 13-0 boards. Um, but, you know, three assists in the second half. Um, I think, is that right? Uh, we had five turnovers the second half, but just um, <clears throat> couldn't really stop them when we really needed to stop them with whether it was a, whether it was a big foul or whether it was an offensive rebound, just just struggled getting big stops when we needed big stops. We we went on a nice little run there in the second half um, with some stops and got and cut it to two. Um, but you know, to to their credit, they uh, they they responded back. 
it seemed like the guy that was kind of that shot maker at the big moments, kind of what you're alluding to, was Makai Long. And he goes for a double-double, 17 points and 12 rebounds. What did he do tonight that was most effective in, in, in impacting this game? Yeah, he's just a tough guy. I mean, played 38 minutes. You know, they lost a key player with Jenkins out to an ankle injury, but they uh, they had other guys step up. You know, they had other guys step up. Tyreek Scott Grayson stepped up. Um, you know, Charles Smith off the bench stepped up. And, uh, yeah, they had other guys step up. For you guys, Donovan Gregory, I mean, a, a typical night for him, but a really solid one all around. 14 points, six rebounds, four assists. Xavier Brown, eight points and six rebounds. Just speak to those two guys and how their ability to impact the game in multiple ways. Yeah. Um, you know, they're obviously – you know, play play both sides of the ball really well, and um, you know they they you know certainly they you know made some big plays when we needed it on on both ends, but just didn't make enough plays when we needed it with this game. Coach, appreciate the time as always. Good luck next week as we hit the road and yeah, to great Atlanta. crowd, great crowd. Sorry we didn't get it done. You know, like it's a great crowd, great energy, but uh, we we didn't do our part today. Go Mountaineers, take the stairs. App State will close out the regular season on the road next week in Georgia as they visit Georgia State on Wednesday and then Friday face off with Georgia Southern. The Panthers are 3-13 in Sunbelt play after falling on the road against Arkansas State on Saturday while the Eagles drop their Saturday matchup against Southern Miss to fall to 7-9 in Sunbelt play on the season. Both games are scheduled for 7 o'clock tip-off times which means our pregame coverage gets you set beginning at 6.30. We will also have Mountaineer Talk for you next week. It will air on Facebook Live on Monday night at 7 o'clock and then will air on our radio affiliates during our regularly scheduled Tuesday evening time slot. Until then, enjoy the rest of your weekend, and as always, go Mountaineers. Thanks for listening to the Black and Gold Rewind, part of the Nothing But an App State Podcast Network. The proceeding has been a presentation of the Appalachian Sports Network. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> AutoTrader.